Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 189. I thank you for joining me as you always do. Today we are talking about kind of an obscure George Harrison track, solo track, called Grease, which was released November 5th, 1982 on his album Gone Trapo and was the B-side to the single Wake Up My Love on November 8th, 1982. Uh, this is a mostly instrumental track and on an oft- forgotten album. Oft is not a word I use enough. Um, So I'm I'm not surprised if a few of you more casual Harrison fans haven't heard of it before, but this may surprise you. I like this track and uh, and this album in general. You know, the main reason this album tanked, I I think it was his first album not to hit the top 20 since the Beatles. And it was his first album not to go gold in America. I think, no, somewhere, somewhere in England was the first one not to go gold. Um, but the reason this album tanked, quote unquote, had little to do with the music and more to do with Harrison's unwillingness to promote, to promote it or to make a single video for the singles. Um, cause there's actually some great tracks on here and, and it got some good reviews. You know, the reviews are mostly mixed, but it got some really good reviews and, and overall the production is pretty enjoyable. You know, there's even a Beatles era throwaway on this one um, that we'll talk about later that I'd imagine in 1982, it's very possible most people didn't know um, that the song was written, I think, for the White Album. Uh, But we know it now. But we'll talk about that when we actually talk about that song. Uh, George plays a lot of the instruments on this track. It's very guitar driven. Um, He plays a lot of guitars on this album in general. If you're a fan of layered guitars, Gone Trapo is the album for you. Um, but what really stands out for me is the bass work on this song. And that's done by Herbie Flowers, who um, has actually played on the solo albums of Paul, Ringo, and George, as well as Elton John, David Bowie, Har- Harry Nilsson, and a ton of other people. He's a really famous session bass player from England. Um, and his bass work all over the Gone Trapo album is really cool. But there's something about the way he plays um, – even the way he plays long tones, he's like a lot of times he slides down into these long tones. And most times when you hear a bass player, you know, sometimes you don't want to hit flat on the downbeat, especially if you're playing a long tone. And this is kind of an up-tempo song. So, you know, you want this note to sustain, but just hitting it on one is kind of, you know, stale, right? And a lot of bass players would scoop into it. And, and that's actually the easier technique. But what he does is he scoops from the top down. So he slides down into it. So uh, obviously this is not a bass. So instead of like hitting an A and going, he's starting up top and sliding down, which is a slightly harder technique. I mean, it's not impossible. I just did it. But it's not something that I don't think comes instinctively to a lot of bass players. And it does add to the island feel of this this track in general. But uh, just little things like that. And then he does some some lines and stuff. I think this is some of the best bass work on a George Harrison album that wasn't provided by Klaus Vormann, who is by far one of my favorite bass players of all time. Um, so if you're listening to this song, uh, put it on headphones and crank it up because the production is really good with all the layered guitars. But really focus on that bass playing um, by Herbie Flowers. The lone lyrics, I mentioned this is mostly instrumental. The lone lyrics uh, are mostly nonsense. 
and they're sung in a way that makes them more like an instrumental addition than an actual vocal because he's kind of mumbling them. He's kind of whispering them. Um, they're not real forward in the mix. They're kind of mixed as if they're just another guitar layer. Uh, it appears twice during the bridge of the song and the, uh, two sets of lyrics. The first lit bridge, he says, you go to Slavia. Okay. So he's already starting off with a pun. You go to Slavia. You right. Half past Armenia, down and towards the Med, left side of Turkey, nowhere near Fiji, you will find Greece. Okay. Um, and then the second bridge's lyrics go a little bit more nonsensical, but also a little funnier. Um, there's more like twists of words and stuff when he sings, You may Athena, handed on Plato, whole in my Socrates, I came Acropolis on Monte Pythagoras, Ulysses Greece. That's it. Those are the words. Like I said, they're mostly nonsense. It does not um, add much to the meaning of the song, but it does break up the straight instrumental stuff um, with some lyrics, even if they are, like I said, mixed as if they were another instrument. It's supposed to be a bit of a fun break, and it works perfectly within this song. And while Grease isn't my favorite George Harrison track ever, it's not even my favorite of his instrumentals. Uh, and Gone Trapo isn't my favorite Harrison album. I do enjoy this track quite a bit, and I rarely skip it. Harmonically, this th- hits all the trademarks uh, of Harrison songs. There are diminished seventh chords. There are suspended seconds. There are minor dominants. There's a crazy shift in key signature. It has it all. The verse um, is, at its core, a 6-2-1 progression, and the 6-2 are dominant seventh chords. We'll talk about that in a second in the key of E major. The bridge jumps to an E-flat diminished 7 chord, which I think we talked about a few episodes ago, um, is a very versatile chord to shift keys. So he goes from an E-flat dim 7 to an A major. And then in the middle 8, uh, makes no sense at all, unless I'm missing something in my own music theory. Uh, he sits on an F major chord for a while. So it sounds like he's shifted to F major, which doesn't belong in the key of E. So this would be a, a modulation, and it's a tricky modulation because you've kind of got to go, if you're going from E, there's not a real straightforward path to getting to F major. But then he plays an A major chord, which doesn't belong in the key of F. And then back to F, and then to a B major chord, which doesn't belong in the key of F. So he's he's taken the tonic and he's raised it a whole step to F, but he's still playing the four and the five as if he was still in the key of E. But then he goes into the key of G, which doesn't belong in the key of F or the key of E, and then lands on an E6 chord um, to lead us back into the verse. It's basically absent of a tonic, but yet sounds completely grounded. And I don't know where he gets the nerve to play stuff like that, um, but it's part of what makes his music so difficult to memorize for live performance, because you're not likely to find this chord progression in any other song. And uh, so it doesn't really stick in your head as easy, even though the chords are pretty easy. So we're doing, this is the bridge underneath the, the words. You go to Slavia, half past Armenia, down to the Lord's the May. Left side of Turkey, nowhere near Fiji, you will find Greece. And then he does the little. So now we're in that E6. And then back to the verse chords. 
So that's the two, six, one that I was telling you about. And then he does this diminished up. And then back to that weird bridge. So when he hits that, that sounds like the tonic, right? That sounds, when he hits that A, like now we're home. So it's an interesting chord progression. I think, um, you know, depending on how you voice it, it's a little bit more obvious that he's doing some chromatic leading tone movement there, but still the harmonies don't. It's not a natural progression that you'd be like, oh, let's do the you know, the flat five of four and then go to the, you know, it's, it's not normal stuff, but it's a cool little tune. I encourage you to listen to it. It is on our Spotify playlist um, for you to enjoy. And um, that's it. That's all I got for this one. Give me a call. 925-494-1739. Get involved with the podcast. Follow us on Facebook um, at, or join our group rather at facebook.com slash groups slash kinks and beats daily and follow our new Twitter account at kinks and beats and of course you can find everything you need to know about this podcast if you go to herohabit.com all right make sure to give us a five-star rating and review and i will talk to you next time take care this podcast is presented by the hero habit podcast network swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news reviews and collectibles HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.